Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I am Mark Lawrence, the aforementioned Mark, as in on the mark. Sponsor. No, 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 that's not right. I'm not Mark, okay. I am not Mark Lawrence. You are Mark Lawrence. I'm willing to concede that. All right. (laughs) The name of the program has nothing to do with your name. Joe's a natural-born conceder. But he is we were going to call it on the John, but then that didn't sound right. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would send you. It's a good thing the host wasn't named John. Right. Um, although maybe people. <laughs> ah, never mind. <laughs> never let's mind. Move, right, move let's on. not move Who there. was it that issued a memo years ago? No bathroom humor. Uh, that was uh, be Todd Roop. <laughs> no, that was you. <laughs> All right. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Depends Boat. on which memo you're talking about. Uh, well, yeah, this. <laughs> some of them got some people in trouble, I yes, guess. Yes, they did. All right. Anyway. One of them just had a birthday. <laughs> oh, wow. Super. Okay. One of the memo, we're even marking the memo's birthday. Well, that's great. All right. 1-800-795-9565, the open line. You can talk about anything Joe says. Emily's list is is Yeah, this threatening is a fascinating Kirsten story. Cinema. Right. They're f- threatening her. They're going to dump her. They're not going to have any, uh, oh, what do you call it, uh, Endorsement or Endorsement, yeah, or that she's on her own now because because she supports not changing the Senate rules. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's a it's a tough story because she's been. I mean, they they all talk about how all oh, the Republicans they threw out uh, what's her name uh, Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. You know, all oh, they they dumped her from her committee Just assignments. Just from leadership, right? Now the Democrats are doing the same thing. Emily's List is the organization, and it's devoted to funding Democratic female candidates to run for Congress. Right, they vet them for you so you can find out if they stand up to their list of ideals. Who have been some famous independent U.S. senators? You know, I mean, I think of Arlen Specter just pops into my head. I was going to say, if you, if you want to call independent, I, I think Arlen Specter wasn't so much independent as he was bouncing back and forth for political advantage. That's just my personal okay. opinion, but I could okay. be wrong. I could be wrong. We'll, we'll note it. Uh, who, but who else have been some fiercely independent U.S. senators that didn't always follow the party line? Pat Toomey? Well, no. Uh, well, I think Pat Toomey is certainly one of them, but uh, uh, John McCain yeah, didn't oh, follow the Democratic excellent Party. Point. Yeah, probably the quintessential. All right, so uh, now she's doing that following her conscience, like Joe yeah. Manchin, and you get off Emily's In list. a statement released uh, yesterday, LaFonza Butler, who's the president of Emily's List, warned that Cinema may, quote, find herself standing alone in the next election should she not support efforts to change the chamber's rules so Democrats can pass legislation to overhaul elections. And again, that's not at all a, partis- a bipartisan effort. It's a completely partisan effort to change these rules and to change them from, the, well, it's a bipartisan effort not to change 
challenge them, but it's a partisan effort <laughs> to pass this voting bill, which, you know, I, I still, we keep talking about, oh, the Republicans are trying to disenfranchise voters. Nobody has told me yet one draconian proposal that the Republicans put in that definitely will limit people from voting if they have a desire to vote, that will take away from someone their franchise rights. Nobody's been able to tell me that. I say, well, what are, what are these well, terrible things? death by a thousand cuts, as you would but use it's that not. phrase. It, yes, basically, it they're trying to go back to the way it was before the pandemic and then decide what things no, make no, sense. No. They're going backwards. They're going overboard backwards. Where? So, tell me where. I don't know. Any place with the voter ID where they don't help people get their ID. I always use that as a good example. Well, if you don't help helping? people get... Well, in Pennsylvania, they're not helping. I'm not sure about uh, if Georgia... Did Georgia's changes are, election laws go through? I know it was such a There are places in Pennsylvania where you can get it. You know, they're talking about, oh, they're not allowing drop boxes. So they're when not, people called our show and said, oh, we had a tremendous amount of difficulty or were unable to get IDs for ourselves or our parents, you thought those we callers one, were we lying. Had, what callers? We had one call. Oh, three that I recall. But because oh, three. You would, okay, you would three put the, people in, couldn't get their, their light. They had a problem. <laughs> oh, well, that's certainly the Republicans are out to disenfranchise those three people. This is perfect. So you have decided that there are certain voters out there, only three on our list of uh, listeners, which is in the thousands, but just that three. But their Hundreds votes do thousands. not count. We don't have to. No. We don't have to help Did them. They, they don't matter. Their point you was just when said they, they called, don't matter. When they called in here, you said they had a problem, but they didn't say they didn't get it. Now, well, one it of them said convenient. they never could get it, but that's another topic. Okay. But in any, I think they just gave up after a while. But I think the key is that your attitude is perfect. Well, how did it, they vote? Very, you have a very reasonable how attitude. How did they vote for the last 20 years? There are certain voters how who do not How did they vote for the matter. last 20 years? How did they manage to get to the polls? This is no I different. I, it's I'm no not going back and listen to all these calls. But no, All right, so not. this is one of the issues. Uh, Kirsten Sinema is one of them. The voting rights bill in Washington is one of the big issues. Of course, we got COVID, we got inflation, we got President Biden's uh, low approval ratings. Right. We have President well, Biden's low approval ratings. Come on. All right. So we want to. They uh, were low before they went down. Know, I'll say were. it if Joe. And he's, today he's having a press conference. I can hardly wait to hear that. You know that he will have uh, uh, his list of people that he may call on, and he certainly won't call on anybody that's going to ask him a tough question. You know, so he'll have his little list and he'll have his teleprompter. I, I bet you that they even script the questions for him and that he knows in advance that the AP reporter will ask this. All right. It'd be fun to switch them up and have them <laughs> ask a different question. I bet he would give the same answer to the question that he thought he was going to get. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Mike patiently standing by while we set the show. Uh, call us now. 1-800-795-9565. Well, I have to say, Mark, Joe obviously did not get the memo. The narrative is Republicans are against voting rights, period. Okay? <laughs> That's the memo. I, you know, Every time I turn on the TV or listen to the news, I hear it. Republicans fighting against voter rights. Well, what a crock. Listen, uh, inflation, 80, national poll, 80% said, either 80% said they are either concerned or very concerned about the state of inflation right now in the country. But closer to home, I'm finding out that right here in central Pennsylvania, uh, future healthcare professionals are dropping out of their majors, you know, as nurses and other uh, healthcare professionals, uh, suspending their education or just didn't return to school, you know, based on the fact that Biden says healthcare workers, and we can argue about this, healthcare workers have to have the vaccine. Now, whether they should have it or not, that's not the point. The point is, 
we are losing people in the healthcare pipeline. That's the second thing I wanted to say. And then the third thing, this goes to the hypocrisy of the Democrat left, okay? They talk about being woke, and they want to cancel anybody that's not. I mean, like, let's say Major League Baseball was forced to remove the baseball game from Atlanta for a voting bill that basically uh, secures elections and makes them more open than even other states in this country that are run by Democrats. But the bottom line is, coming up, we have the Olympics. They're going to be held in Beijing. Now, Democrats, I think they're against infanticide. I think they're against slave labor. I think they're against forced sterilization. I think they're against tyrannical governments. But the Olympics are going to be held in China. And to my knowledge, China does all those things I just mentioned, and they support them. Why isn't the Democrats going after the sponsors of the Olympics? Why aren't the Democrats demanding that we don't send our athletes to give China the publicity of us being there? You know, it, it, it just gets me so much that the Democrats can say they believe in rights, they can believe in honesty, and they can believe in science and all this stuff. But when it comes to really putting themselves on the line, they refuse to do it unless there's a political gain for their party. Make some hypocrites. Well, I think the Olympics may just be athletic competition. I'm not sure. It isn't, uh, you know, government negotiations on a treaty or something. There are some people, and, and you obviously disagree with this, there are some people who say that what the Olympics are are athletic competition with athletes that have honed their skills over the years, and they, uh, they compete against each other for medals, and that it doesn't really relate to... Uh, you know, the, the the politics of a nation or their human rights causes. They just want to compete. Now, obviously, you disagree with that, and I guess President Biden agrees somewhat with you because he won't let, uh, um, you know, people from the government go there as representatives from the government, but he will let the athletes compete. Well, but you're right. There's definitely a disconnect, and it it's was, a human disconnect. It's it not just Biden. It was supposed to be about the athletes, okay. but then the politicians got involved in it, and then we started sponsoring <laughs> national teams. It went downhill, teams. so to speak. Right, we started sponsoring national teams, and so therefore we have to have, I mean, back in Hitler, Hitler in 1936 Olympics, uh, he wanted to prove a point, and since then we've been proving points instead of just letting the athletes practice their their craft and give us all a great show but now the chinese are worried about them crashing in on people's cell phones they're telling people to take burner phones with them when they go what kind of a deal is that and mike is there such thing as a, a democratic curling stone or a republican <laughs> curling stone well if, if it wasn't about national pride we wouldn't have medal counts we wouldn't know where right. America stands in the standings all the time. It wouldn't be reported all the time. So, you know, you, you can say it's, there's no political, there's no nationalism, there's no pride. It's just about the athletes. But that's not true. And holding back uh, our bureaucrats from going there, well, you know what? Who cares? I, I've never even given it any thought what bureaucrats go there. And I think 99.9% .9 of the people that turn on the TV and watch it, are the same as me. Well, a lot of so, the TV the, coverage the focuses on that, athletics. Most people probably don't even know that he withheld the bureaucrats. They may have heard it, but it's not in their mind. They always show the first lady in the stands. I remember that. First lady of the country that uh, is... Uh, of No, of, of like if... Uh, you know, Barack Obama's wife or somebody else would go, they would show her Okay, there. well, fair enough. Yeah, that's, that, yeah fair, fair enough. That That is a point, but, you know, in my mind, that's compared to the big picture, that's picayune. 
So what do you think we should do? Let's suppose Mike was uh, Joe Biden, and I'm assuming Joe has some sort of a control over this. So what, <laughs> what, what's the idea? Well, does he control the U.S. Olympic athletes? Uh, does he have? Is he aware of anything, really? Well, okay. So well, what a, is a normal president able to control the athletes? Well, uh, who, who was the last president that kept our people back? Was that Jimmy Carter or Reagan? I can't remember which it was one that Ra- was. Wasn't it Reagan? Mm. I think it was uh, Reagan. So apparently they, they get the veto, okay, if they want to use yeah. it. So you say no. Joe should do that, or just Democrats should stand up for this if they so if they think it's so important. They, they should. And I'm not saying we, we can't send our athletes. The point I'm making is that Democrats will not try to cancel any of these major advertisers that are supporting the Olympics. They will not try to cancel the things that are associated with the Olympics because China supports all those atrocities that I mentioned. They do them, and the Democrats say that they're for, you know, they're for democracy, they're for uh, not having slaves, they're for this, they're for that. But those things are practiced, common practice in China by the government, and they refuse to stand up. It's, uh, last thing I'm going to say, it goes back to what I've always been harping on. Nothing really pointed to the bat cave for the origin or the wet market of this virus. Everything pointed to the lab. Well, how did yeah, it... Anybody uh, that said that... Nothing that at all whatsoever says that? Nothing, there was no evidence at all whatsoever that points to that? Everything? How did the theory come about if there was nothing that pointed to that? How did it come about? <laughs> like everything I mean, it's else, just it's speculation. put out in the media, and it probably originated with the Chinese government to cover their tracks. Okay. I mean, more and more is coming out, and it, 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 everything points to the lab. Okay. Nothing ever pointed to the wet market other than what I the didn't narrative know that. was. We, yeah, we went right along with that. We talked about that on here, you know, even sort of had, not debates, but conversations about, you know, whether which which it was. Certainly most of the evidence, as you indicate, indicates the lab. And uh, But I didn't realize that there was never any, not even a molecule of evidence that relates to the wet market. So that's good to know. All right, we well, got was, you, Mike. Hey, was WIOK on the list of, what was it, 500 scientists that said it had to come from the bat cave? No, they weren't. So okay. I don't know. All, all gotcha. I know is there's a media narrative that supports the Democrats, and it doesn't matter what they want. They get the top of the list on all the news, and they drum it into people's heads. And right now, it's Republicans are against voting rights. And all right. that's just not true. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for getting us started. one 800 you too. one 800 I didn't. I never actually realized that. I know a lot of the evidence lately that they've talked about in the public showed that it probably came from the lab. Right. I didn't realize that there was never even anything that said it came from the, the wet market. I thought that there, was... There was supposition that it came from there. The right. Chinese said it came from there. Okay. It, so just their words, but no, nothing empirical that they could say. Well, not that hmm. I'm aware of, but that doesn't Well, mean, Mike says exist. no. He certainly is boned up on this. At it, right. yeah, we appreciate that. All right, we got some emails and some texts, uh, so we'll get a look at those. It's open phones, subject lines are voting, voting rights, gerrymandering, and uh, the supposition for our previous call was inflation, so we, I don't think we really talked much about inflation, but we talked about the Olympics. Uh, what the heck is wrong with President Biden? Should he not pull out of the Olympics if uh, there are human rights abuses taking place in China? And uh, we certainly, well, he, look at he's that, aware uh, of this because he doesn't want our diplomats there. I can't pronou- pronounce the guy's name, but the partial owner of one of the basketball franchises said they don't care about the uh, Russian or the Chinese, uh, what do you human call it, human rights, rights abuses. Okay. So, All I mean, right. the, the NBA is so 
much in the pocket of the Chinese. I don't oh, believe is that anything. True? Okay, <laughs> who knew? All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love your input. We're doing finding a fact on important topics there. We need opinions, too. 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Nippy guessed right, Jimmy Carter. Wouldn't let him go to Moscow. Right. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Do you want to read that? Sure. Uh, you also have a text over here. All right, well, the text is easy. It says, the FDC says that 75% of Americans have at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot. Great job. And then the uh, email, which I'm going to move back so I can read it, if you don't mind. You <laughs> I keep do mind, things around what, the what does my only. opinion matter around it says, here? good morning. There's been much discussion about voting rights recently, but no discussion about voting responsibilities. Rights and responsibilities go hand in hand. Each of the first 10 Bill of Rights has consequences for ignoring the responsibility of adhering to those rights. When it comes to voting, just because a name has a capital letter behind it and voting for that person does not fulfill your responsibility as a voter. During presidential elections, there are more single ballots cast for president than any other candidates. My source for this is the Pennsylvania Secretary of State webpage election results. In the past presidential election, there were 137,000 votes more for president than other candidates. And it was not just this past election cycle. It's been going on for quite a while. This tells me that uninformed voters are being hustled to buy someone to just vote for their candidate and forget about everything else on the ballot. I don't know if there's a solution to this um, issue with people not taking the responsibility to make an informed decision about their elected officials. Actually, maybe they're admitting they don't have an informed opinion right. if they don't vote. Let's face it, if you if you don't know something about the people running for president, you're living in a cave. Do you want them to just guess, though? I mean, if they don't have an informed opinion, maybe the news media is responsible. I know newspapers do a lot of coverage of elections, and we have some of the candidates here, but we don't have, you know, like, we don't have all of the state Supreme Court and Superior Court candidates here, or Commonwealth Court. You know, a few of them choose to, and some candidates choose to come on this show for other officers, but most don't. So should we interview well, everybody? We, we don't outreach to them. We, If they contact right. us, we put them on. If they don't contact us, right. that's their decision, right? Right, and our decision, that's just based on the fact that 
that you know on any given ballot there's a hundred candidates we're not going to call all 100 and say hey <laughs> say, you got to come gotta, on in right. you got to come on on the mark so a few are smart enough to come on so good for them but uh oh, well that's so okay so but, but let's look into that issue you have a lot of folks uh, vote for president and very few vote for the down ballot names they don't know who they are most likely i know a lot of people if it's a state superior court or statewide courts they'll often vote based on the town that they're from you know if they want a democrat they may think oh well, they're from philadelphia or if they want a republican they may think they're from a rural part of the state but still uh, there are ways to inform yourself if you choose to be informed league of women voters uh, well Lewisburg i'm thinking voters of the bar guy. association with i know i'm going to anger dale <laughs> but the bar association makes a great uh, great effort to make sure people understand who the candidates are for judges of these appellate courts in pennsylvania and what their qualifications are okay and also listed in their humble view whether they're qualified or unqualified that's the key right no there are three highly qualified qualified and not qualified okay so those are the three levels of uh, but a lot of folks probably don't check that out and of course somebody would say i'm not personally going to say it but i think somebody may say well the bar association is mostly republicans or mostly democrats i don't know which they are but you know they probably say they're a biased group you know i've never had them i've been working with them on this for some 20 years now i've never had them ask me my politics Mm -hmm. so i don't know and the the well, full the committee is ra- rather broad. I mean, there are quite a few people on the full committee, so I, right, I and don't the vetting is a sort of a rubric that everybody goes through. It doesn't really leave a lot of room. And for most of the candidates cross file because you can cross file in appellate races. Judge is races. that a good idea? Should we get rid of cross filing? Really? Why? Well, I don't know. Make people show that they're Republican or Democrat. Well, so we're going to increase the division now. <laughs> well, no, but if you want somebody with Democratic ideals in a particular statewide court office, you should do so. Or at the local level, what if we get rid of that? My problem is that we tend to learn about candidates through 30 and 60 second sound bites known as commercials, which we sell here and are more than willing to sell any day of the week. And, and that's well and good because that is about the easiest way to communicate some basic idea. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with these Senate candidates, Dr. Oz is the outsider who can't be bought. Right, uh, and I can't remember that lady's name, but she's a maggot conservative. <laughs> yeah, she she's hasn't. a Christian. She's going to stop crime. She's going to build the wall. She Man. may be the only woman running for Senate as far I don't as know. I know. Uh, what's her name? Oh, again? no, that, the, the woman that came in third place in the straw poll over the weekend is a woman activist. Um, the one who's running all the commercials on the air here? No, no, no. I haven't heard from her except in the straw poll. But, uh, well, in any event, yeah, I don't have it in front of me. We have a list of the gubernatorial candidates. There's women there. Well, but still, anyway. There are ways to find out about the candidate. Now, if you choose to get all of your information from 60-second sound bites, uh, you know, paid commercials, well, that's one way you can do it. You know, you're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to vote for Dr. Oz because he's an outsider. I'm going to vote for this lady because she's a MAGA conservative. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to vote for this guy because he says President Biden is the most wonderful thing that ever happened to the country. So, you know, if you, if you if that's the way you choose to make up your mind, well, that's well and good. But do you call that an informed opinion? <laughs> no, that's just your preferences. And I think we talk about that, you know. Who do you prefer for president? Not empirically, who can we argue, you know, is would or wouldn't be a good president. And I know that a lot of times it just comes down to one word. You know, people say, well, I, I'll never vote for a president who would close down Gitmo, you know, or it's, you know, that it comes down to one sentence to encapsulate an entire body politic in a person. Or you know, politicians promise to do things they don't actually do, like Barack Obama promised to shut down Guantanamo Bay. It's still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, he tried some of the people. Well, actually, I think we're still in the process of trying some of the members there. So the population is slowly being reduced, but and we're not putting new people there, so that much is good. No, we're actually putting them in Texas where other people take hostages trying to set them free. Well, to get to Gitmo, you didn't come from Texas. To get to Gitmo, you came from overseas. No, I'm talking about the overseas person, that uh, Lady Al-Qaeda, who is serving her time in Texas instead of in Guantanamo Bay. Right, but she's facing bonafide charges in the U.S. To be held at Gitmo, you don't need to have charges. You just need to be a suspect in some international nefarious terrorist group, which is terrible. There's no argument there, but I'm not sure that we're observing all of the human rights at Guantanamo that we observe in the U.S. when it comes to trials. Well, Cuba so is such a bastion of human rights as it is. You know, we're fortunate to have such a wonderful neighbor down there just doing everything <laughs> they can to make human rights right. accessible if a, if to all. a country isn't just like us, they're <laughs> terrible. We cannot have any countries that aren't just like us. Oh, so do you think? But all right, so let's take that same argument you just made and bring it back to Kristen Cinema. You Kirsten. Think the, Kirsten, you think the uh, Emily's List people are justified in I cutting her off? I think they're full of it. I, I, I'd be, I would be ashamed to say that I'm going to uh, withhold support from somebody because they don't. Now, if Emily's List is political and she's not holding up their political ideals, then that's different. Well, this is what they said. Uh, so we want to make it clear. This is the Emily's List uh, chairman. I forget her name. I can't print her first name. is a little unusual. Wait a second. Let me go back up here and see who it is. Uh, Butler is her last name, and her first name is do 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 do. Ms. Butler, please uh, Ms. move Butler. on. You're All killing right. us. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so we want to make it clear: if Senator Cinema cannot support a path forward for the passage of this legislation, we believe she undermines the foundations of our democracy, her own path to victory, and also the mission of Emily's List. And we will be unable to endorse her moving forward. Now, is, stop and think about that. Is that that critical? That we she... want to make it clear. If she cannot support a path forward for the passage of this legislation, we believe she undermines the foundations of our democracy, her own path to victory, and also the mission of Emily's List. And this is over a voting rights bill that has no bipartisan support. It, right, you know, where they never partisan. made an effort to gain any bipartisan support. That just, you know of. Well, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Prove Convince me. I'm just saying you don't. You're not knowing all, seeing all. I'm sure they made Are some you? sort of a tiny. No, I'm sure they <laughs> made some sort of a tiny overture one day to say, "Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Mitch, would you support this?" No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> There's our bipartisan outreach. Well, if that was it, I'd say it was woefully lacking. We have a unifying president. I'm sure he reached out to them. All right. Yeah, Mr. Unifier himself. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the week. early part of the show. 1-800-795-9565. Write it down. You're going to need it on the second half of the show. This is News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time. It is now 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me. He knows quite a few things. There's something he doesn't know, but he doesn't know what it is yet. So even though he's told me for years, 
As Ronald Reagan used to say, it's not that our liberal friends are dumb, it's just they know so many things that aren't so. <laughs> okay. So you know so many things that aren't so. Well, that is true, <laughs> uh, including that uh, all of the Republican changes in voting laws are onerous are going to disenfranchise right. oh, many yeah, voters. We, we, we just are setting out to keep everybody away from the polls. I know that to be true. We'll ask our audience, is there anything in some of these Republican changes in voter laws that will disenfranchise anybody, will make it harder? I don't think it's make it disenfranchise them. That means they can't vote at all, but make it harder for them. You know, the hours oh, are less no. convenient. Or, to people on the or left, no water bottles. Al Sharpton keeps talking about the water and, bottles. And that's not true. The Georgia legislation, all you have to do is read it. That's not true. You can pass somebody a water bottle. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah, well, we're going to say, you stand in line. We're not going to let you go to the bathroom. We're not going <laughs> to let you. Where? We're going to hold you there But forever. it can't have a label on that says, vote Democrat. Vote Sharpton well, all yeah, the way. yeah, that would be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 1-800-795-9565. It's an open phone day. We had one of our good listeners very concerned that Democrats weren't boycotting or weren't standing up to their ideals anyway by boycotting the Olympics as they're about to take place in China. So that was one topic. Also talked about voting voting rights. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. That's the very first part of your text, and then you can uh, send that to us. We want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I would invite you to do. I've been talking about it this week, and I'm going to continue the Mustang Mach-E. Now, the one I drove was $56,000, which is very reasonable for an SUV. Of course, it's cutting-edge technology. gets a gazillion miles to the gallon because it doesn't use any gallons. But I'll tell you what, it was a fantastic car to ride in. It was interesting to sit in it. It was fall and it was a little cool that day. As soon as you sit in it, the heaters start blowing heat immediately because they're all using electricity to get things heated up. Of course, it takes off on a dime zero to 60 in about six seconds. It's four-wheel drive just by its very nature. No buttons necessary for this. And it is an SUV, so if you put some knobbly tires on it, you would be able to go up a steep hill. Uh, in a snowy or icy manner, as long as, I guess, if it's passable during the ice. But this was a fantastic uh, vehicle that I drove, infinite blue. It's like a three-layer blue. It looked kind of grayish before the sun went on it, and then you could see that it had metal flake in it in blue. But fantastic Mustang Mach-E, all electric, 50-some thousand dollars. I know the prices went down a little bit uh, this past year as we approached the end of the year. Then there was a shortage of the vehicles. Now they're ordering them back up so you can get one of these uh, Sunbury Motor Company. Start your vehicle search at sunburymotors.com. Do as I done. Die as I dumb. Uh, that's buy a vehicle. You say you're dumb? Not, not intentionally. <laughs> All right, some very brief COVID numbers here. Some of the numbers are down. Maybe it's the Martin Luther King holiday, or maybe uh, I think what's happening is we're at the top of the surge here. Only 13,000 new cases. According to the State Department of Health, normally that number has been 20 or 30,000 uh, lately. 428 new cases locally. That number is actually up a little bit around here. Geisinger Danville has six fewer patients and no one died of COVID-19 around here in the past 24 hours. In case you haven't heard, the boating season going to be very, very short, maybe late summer into September and early October this year because the fiber dam's not ready. They're trying to fix it, but they don't have everything they need. There's additional work found. During the removal of bag six, it was discovered that some of the clamping plates came loose, but the plates will be inspected and tested later this year when conditions allow. 
And that is Andrew Leidick, who is the Shikami State Park manager. He held a webinar yesterday. You can see lots more about that at WKOK.com. A statewide court has given lawmakers till the end of the month to produce some acceptable congressional districts signed by the governor. Commonwealth Court issued their order Friday, acting on a request last month for it to get involved in the redistricting process. They say January 30th is the deadline. That's two weeks before the date February 15th when candidates can start circulating petitions. Now, if it's not reached in that time, how could you run for Congress if you don't know what the district is? You don't have to live in the district you run in. Oh, for U.S. Congress. Okay. Right. Well, in any event, you certainly wouldn't know what Solves the, that problem. You wouldn't know where to campaign. <laughs> how about that? Or you wouldn't That's know sort of, sort of the specific areas where to campaign. You would know the general or areas. Or where to get signatures. But you hope, for your yeah. petition. But the primary is early this year, May 15th, right around the corner, or May 17th. So that's right around the corner. It's coming up uh, pretty directly. Uh, let's see. Uh, WBRE reporting today that Crestwood School District wanted to separate masked and unmasked students in a classroom in their elementary school. In the classrooms in their elementary school, masked students would be six feet apart in one part of the classroom, unmasked students in the other. The district said it would help with contact tracing, but uh, parents pushed back and said that's not a good idea. <laughs> so who thought of that? And in Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, what did the high school football team do when they were supposed to do weightlifting on Monday? Instead, what did they do? Shoveled snow? They went out and shoveled snow. Good for them. Monday's weightlifting workout has been canceled, said the coach. Find an elderly or disabled neighbor and shovel their driveway. Uh, the students went out, 40 of the football players, and did hundreds of uh, walks and driveways, not accepting money, and uh, got all by all reports, it was very appreciated in Bethel Park. The coach said he didn't do anything new. He was continuing a legacy that the previous coach did that would cancel any workout that was canceled. The students had to go out and do some community service instead. Okay. All right. We got three calls. Oh, my gosh. Finding a fact has arrived. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> You've heard so many misinformation well, statements well, today. Well, Joe started out the day by uh, making Emily's list comparable to the Democratic Party taking official action against their uh, members which is totally bogus, of course. Then he moved on to all the standard Biden jokes that are unproven, untrue, and a bunch of nonsense. Mm -hmm. And then he went on to say that Pennsylvania wasn't trying to roll back uh, the voting situation beyond what they did in 2019 before COVID, which is also false. That is to say they have. Or they are trying to. Or did in some states. Well, tell me how. The, they agreed to the rules on, uh, on uh, mail-in voting being expanded. And now they're trying to take that back and compromise it further with uh, no. all the extra ID work you have to go you through. Just, you just said that a, they weren't trying to roll back to where they were before, but that's exactly where they were before. No, that's it wasn't. They've added to it. They who so, what did they we're add? We're talking 2019. This was before COVID. Nothing, right. right. What did they add to that? What did they What did they do from 2019 to make it harder to vote in 2022? Well, they're trying to get the bills passed. They've been vetoed once. Okay, but what what is in the bill that makes it harder for people to vote? I just told you. What? Repeat it. What they did that was beyond what they did in 2019 and worse than what they did in 2019 <laughs> is they're trying to retract 
their position on mail-in voting and add complications to it by extending how... Now, you're talking about something they apparently agreed to after 2019, and they're trying to go back to 2019. No, 2019 was the bill, Joe. 2019 was the bill they agreed to before COVID. And they're going back before that. They want to retract some of that bill. Okay, well, what... All right, so what makes it harder than the way we voted for the past 200 years? What makes it harder... What in that bill makes it harder? Well, they wanted universal mail-in voting. <laughs> well, and you're besides, about things they wanted to Joe, do. Joe, this is a finding of fact call. He's just trying to point out that your uh, fake theory that this is just to and undo your fake pandemic. Theory that, uh, Biden takes uh, knows all these questions in advance and they're given to him. Oh my God! Well, that's an opinion, but Joe, he, ne- he has his little list. On and on. He has his little list of people that he has to call oh, yes, on, Chris. And you have your little list of insults to make. I, I'm not the only right one either. making them. I'm not the only one making oh, them, buddy. It's okay. You're a grown-up. If as long as other grown-ups are insulting, then I guess it's okay. <laughs> okay, then. What else did you talk about? You probably were wrong on something about that too. Uh, he's what been wrong about everything about this morning. <laughs> Uh, those are the big ones. That was that was the big one. Well, Joe doesn't feel as though the the different voting laws that are being enacted around the country would disenfranchise no, but they, anybody. They also have the potential. Also, consider the fact how they are trying to politicalize the 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 counting of the votes by how it's done and who's in charge and what those state legislatures can do. Taking over those and that's offices. Just absolutely horrible thing to be doing. Well, if, if you're there, I could that's agree a, with do you. Do you agree that that's a horrible thing to be doing? I Joe? think that if that's the intent, yes, I do. I think it's a horrible and thing. And you know it is the Republicans' intent in various states, especially Arizona no, I, and so forth. I think the way they're approaching it may be wrong, but the goal's a good one to make sure that the elections are free and fair. We all say we <laughs> want that. That's not their goal, though, Joe. Well, that's what their goal should be, if it isn't. Yes, that's what their goal and, uh, should and be. And that's like saying the Democrats' goal, Chris, that's like saying the Democrats' that's like saying the Democrats' goal is to let... Or not? Yep. You are, but that's like saying the Democrats' goal is to let all these people cross the southern border because they're going to vote Democratic. And right. that, well, that's another one of your lies. <laughs> we right, have so, to go. And, let me see if uh, I got this first straight. First of all, the <laughs> immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants don't vote unless they don't know they're illegal I, immigrants. You know, you, want them, you are remarkably... Up here, did you're All remarkably right. consistent, Chris? First, Joe. Republicans good, uh, Republicans bad, uh, Democrats good. Republicans now, bad, Democrats good. Things that Republicans <laughs> did good, but that uh, wasn't what any of the subjects that were up for discussion today. All right, we got to go, Chris. Thank you so much. Okay, Call bye. again, buddy. Take really care. Appreciate it. Yeah, we need some fact finders. We need more fact finders than just Chris out there. I can't withstand <laughs> well, the withering misinformation. Exactly what terrible stuff. <laughs> All right, I can't withstand the withering misinformation flying across the room here. All right, uh, Lance, thank I'll you. I'll give you withering. <laughs> thank you, Lance. You're on the mark. Okay. You know, as we think of uh, the Olympics and uh, having to do with one or the other politics here, we imagine the, hey, the CHICOMs are going to make out of this scenario the best a judge now, a skier that there is on this entire planet, is a young woman by the name of Eileen Gu. Now, she is of American father, Chinese mother, born in the USA, with everything going for 
Uh, she's a graduate of uh, Stanford. On her uh, college boards, made like a 1570 out of 1600. Has modeled uh, handbags for um, like uh, so was uh, Tiffany's and jewelry for Louis Vinton. Found the whole thing. Louis Vuitton. Oh, I like huh? Louis Vinton better. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, what's the bottom line here? What's Good old Louis Vinton? All right, okay. So now she has renounced all this capitalist horror and is going to compete on the Chinese skiing team. Now, what are they going to do with that one? Hmm? I don't know. Can you play for any team that'll have you? Well, you have to have some tie to the country. I no, mean, some people have it. dual citizenship, or some people were born somewhere, but they're going to college here in America, so they go uh-huh. back and compete for the country they came from. The Chinese do not recognize dual citizenship. She had to renounce her USA citizenship in order to compete on the team. Now, are the Chinese letting the Taiwanese participate? Oh, my goodness, no. <laughs> I don't think so. But you see what I'm talking about here? You say it's not, uh, this whole thing. Well, the Chinese are real lovers of human liberty and rights, you know, and, uh-huh. and anybody who criticizes them must surely be wrong. Yeah, exactly what I, exactly what I was uh, trying to get across here. That uh, they're really going to uh, play this up, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, to be good continued. comments. Thank, Thank you, Lance. Lance. Thanks for calling okay, in. Okay, could, could I add one more thing here? Oh, yes, please. Okay, I had, I, there was a ad lost and found. It was a magnetic sign in the shape of a pig. And on the sign it said that a pork chop stops a beating heart. Right? Now, if we can do stuff like that, that person is held up as being, well, you know, boy, they can understand that. But when you stop a beating heart with an abortion, well, you know, those self-same people that would be for that sign, I'm sure, are very, very much uh, pro-choice. All right, we got you. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. It could have been something put out by the pigs that they wanted. <laughs> so it was one of the pig stickers. Okay, right. that's it. Uh, the American Association of Pork Chops. Pigs. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. There must be a point there somewhere. Right. Their <laughs> acronym is PORKY. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. 
Let's see what happened overnight. CBC says N95 and KN95 masks will be abundantly available in the U.S. The U.S. has 750 million masks stockpiled. That's, of course, two for every man, woman, and child in the U.S. I They're didn't realize we had a strategic stockpile of masks. Well, we do now after the last uh, debacle when there weren't enough at hospitals and so on. Um, yeah, uh, pharmacies throughout the country will have them to give away in the months in the next couple couple weeks, early February or so. So the U.S. government is going to give out KN95 and masks. We signed up yesterday for our free tests. Did you? Okay, yes, we good did. for you. All we right. got four coming. 1-800-795-9565. we got two callers waiting, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Dale, you've been very patient. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, with this woke and this critical race theory and coronavirus all I see is the mainstream media and NPR all spreading this. So I think the reason kids are going crazy is because adults adults are saying crazy things. I think if N- NPR and the mainstream media stop promoting this stuff, because basically <laughs> if you catch yourself every 10 minutes, you guys are promoting it. Promoting what, Dale? So what, are promoting? Have, How, what are we Dale, promoting? What are we promoting? Critical race theory and uh, woke and all that. You guys are constantly promoting it. You guys mention it every 10 minutes like coronavirus and all that. We need to stop mentioning hurtful things for our children. So don't mention so, it. It's bad enough. It's bad should... enough you guys borrow $5 trillion on their money. I mean, if you're compassionate about children, you should you be compassionate about all children. <laughs> all children. Not just your children, all children. How, how did we horrify a trillion dollars, just out of curiosity? Borrow, borrow. We'll borrow $5 trillion on our kids' money, and now okay. you're going to push them in COVID and woke and critical race theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys are the ones carrying it on. The mainstream media, NPR. Yeah. The radio is getting ready to die. I don't know if you understand that. Kids don't want to hear an evilness. You guys are completely evilness. Evil. Oh, evilness. And, and you guys keep voting, too. I mean, come on. We know they're we all keep characters. <laughs> Nancy, Early and often. Right. Well, yeah, you know, they're all characters. It Nancy takes... Pelosi voted Republican for five straight years, and nobody even knows that. It, it She's takes... a Republican. She votes Republican. It takes so much time to work on evilness, you know. it's we, we put so much effort into it. Well, why don't you stop the argument, and it won't be no conversation about it. It's very hurtful. If you like children, you should love all children. He's got I you on that one, Joe. I, if I you like children, I should love all children. Yeah, okay. he's got you well, on that. No, but NPR and mainstream media is demonic. They are. Demonic. They're going to okay. die soon. Yes, they're what about die Fox? Soon. Radio's yeah. going to die. We're demonic. Fox is, is trash. Fox is Fox. trash. What, what about, about MSNBC? How, how, do you, how do they rate? Oh, they're they're probably the only ones that are not paid, bought and paid for. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Have you watched them lately? They seem kind yeah, of, what's the phrase, yeah, bought and paid for. Yeah, you're free and you let things go, uh, don't hold on to nothing. I mean, I don't know. You can listen to whatever you want, but I think these guys are very hard for, for our generation. Well, let me ask it's bad you. enough these guys keep talking about coronavirus every 10 minutes and taking their money and talking about We're taking whose theory. money? <laughs> whose money are we taking? You're taking uh, the Department of Health money for promoting that. No, I don't think no. so. They don't, actually, they don't buy yes, any ads. NPR, you're telling me NPR don't get no funding? Oh, well, they you're get money from the federal government. No money for marketing? They get money nope. from the federal we, government. We have our CIA representative yes, here, yes, and he's telling yes. us we can't let you say this stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, Joe? All right, enough. Words can't, uh, you know, words can't fix anything. So I think you guys muzzle yourself. Really, words can't fix, fix anything? anything. So now you guys are just stealing off our children, and you're going to sit there and, and sit there and just 
We're going to laugh. Okay. Well, all right, but I don't see how you solve a problem, Dale, by ignoring yeah. it. You're saying... Go ahead, with woke. You're saying... Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Right there, you, you guys keep talking about it. That's why it still lives. You understand? Just like coronavirus, it still lives. All right. So keep but, borrowing money off of children. But, Dale, we discuss right. it, and we we hear both sides of the issue. Yeah, people but, think it's good. You know, people it's, think it's, it's bad. The whole country's sick. The whole country's, the whole country's sick. sick. Okay. I well, think that's... You can certainly argue that. You're talking about both. Come on, you're talking about vote. Voting is so prehistoric. It's sick. I mean, All right, we up. Oh, we got to go. You can't read between the lines. You're in trouble. That's it. That's it. All right. We got you, brother. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Right. You too, Thank you. (laughs) Isn't that nice? He thinks we're evil, but tells us to have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the evil scum of the earth perpetuating (laughs) the big lie, and you're working for the Bar Association. But have a good day. Have a nice day. (laughs) Uh, Dick, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Can you top that? Probably never. But I wanted to... I think in the first half hour, Joe said about you... Could you... Tell us a place where the Republicans were making it harder to vote. Well, in Texas, I just remember this was an issue in Houston. Houston, Harris County, which is 1,700 square miles, like Cumming County's, 1,200. So it's half again as big as uh, like Cumming County. Each county is allowed to have one drop box. So in other words, they took all the drop boxes away but one in a county that's 1,700 square miles. Now, if that's not making it harder to vote, I don't know what is. But, Dick, how many drop boxes were there before 2020? There was, I, I know there were a lot more than that. I don't no, know no. the number. My point is, you said, where are they making it tougher? So they're only allowed to have one in every county. But drop boxes so weren't even a thing until the, until the pandemic started. No, I, know, I understand that. But they've you just existed. Said, name some place where they made it tougher to vote. Well, let's okay. say there were five. Let's say there were ten. Let's say there were a hundred in that county. So if they went down to one, it's got to be tougher for somebody to vote. We. You may right. not believe that. You may not care about that. But I'm just telling you what happened in Texas. He, okay. he neither That's cares one. nor believes. No, I care. I don't want anybody to be disenfranchised. Well, they're not disenfranchised. Well, my point is, so you're telling me that if they went from, let's say, 10, 20, 100 down to 1, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make it harder for somebody to go vote. Joe doesn't it, see it, that. That's your that's your position. Well, all right, but in the end, how much more difficult would it be than the, the way they had voted in the past? I don't know. I don't know. I guess if a guy lived about, if a guy lived two blocks away from the one box in Texas, or if a guy lived thirty-seven miles away, I mean, you could be thirty-seven miles away from places in Lycoming County a lot more than that. My point being is, they might have to travel if they don't have a mail-in ballot, and that's the way they wanted to vote. They might have to travel fifty or sixty miles to drop, put a drop box in. Put a, I'm just I'm just making a point that you right. say there's nothing to this, basically. All right. Well, there. And you don't think they, you don't think it was. Look, let me ask you a question, Joe. You don't think this was done on purpose? If there were 20 and now there are five, I agree with you. If they've cut well, down on the one, number. there's only one per county. That's my point. There's only one per county. Seventeen hundred square miles. Four, okay. five, six million people. But Dick, how many how many polling places have they closed in those I, counties? I don't I don't know, Joe. I'm I, I'm only I only wanted to make it a point okay. that you said that the Republicans weren't making it tougher to vote. And my point is, I think they are purposely. Okay. All at right. least in Texas, I'm not voting in Texas. But okay. if you won't, if you won't even admit that that's making it tougher, then I guess that's your. Well, position. no, I'm saying if you're if you're correct and they've cut <laughs> down the number of drop boxes that were there, obviously it's going to make it tougher well, for people you, who I'll use the drop boxes. It, is. it went through the Pennsylvania or the Texas Supreme Court, all Trump appointees, and they said it ruled in favor that each county could have one. O-N-E, one drop box in each county. That's it. Right. And but, I know there was more than that before. So 
So I, you can say I'm not right. I just looked it up. I sat here and did it while I was talking to you. All right. But my point is that they haven't closed down polling places, and people can still vote. It may be less convenient. Uh, obviously, they can go vote for every Republican they want to vote for. Well, <laughs> I don't think that in Texas they tend to vote Republican, but the Democrats yes. are always to flip well, the state. Well, I will tell you this, and I wanted to make this point last week, because you guys, you, you, you always say, why are you an independent? You can't vote. I understand all that. You're not... You're not preaching to somebody, but there's 41 percent of the population now is independent, as opposed to 30 some Democrats and 20 some Republicans, and we have really have no voice at all because, I mean, I can have a position on both sides, but conservative, liberal, I could be both, and I just don't. That's my point there. And okay. I'm a registered independent. I will never vote for a party again, uh, and you know, like like Stan, Stan will never vote for a, a Republican. Well, maybe a I'll Democrat. never vote for any of them. <laughs> all right, we got you, Dick. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Take yep, care. Appreciate that. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Got some calls coming in. We're going to take a quickie break. We'll get those out of the way. We'll get them screened up and ready to go. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan here. Our producer's Rob Center, 1-800-795-9565. We'll get you a busy signal at the moment because all four lines are lit up. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. sponsor I'm right. going to hit the next Routes 11 button. and 15 and, of course, North 4th Street in Sunbury. Right. Al, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, taking my call, but I'm calling in. Doesn't the uh, ask kind of ask a question. Doesn't the voting laws go back to the way they were beforehand? If if nothing's passed through the legislation, uh, well, it just depends. It's different in every state, but in some states, they're reeling things back farther than they were before the pandemic. Like in Texas, they're changing laws. There were a number of dropped boxes. I don't know how many there were in this particular county. We're talking about uh, more than uh, more than one and less than a hundred. Now they're going back to one. Was there drop boxes in the previous voting rules before? the COVID came. In that particular precinct. But there are, some of the restrictions are undoing pandemic changes, some are going back farther. Okay. Wouldn't they have to pass legislation to do that? Yes, Yes, they would. It is going through the legislature and the governors in these uh, GOP states. And then don't we vote for the people in that are making those new rules. Right. There's no indication that there's nothing illegal about passing the laws. The issue is, uh, does does it make it harder for in certain individuals, whether they're members of minorities or Republicans, does it make it harder for some people to vote? Lots of folks well, say yes. So that's, one, that's one case. That's one little case there. But I'm talking like the state of Pennsylvania, where we're at. Doesn't it just go back to the way it was in 2016? No, the changes that are being proposed are... There's changes that have never happened here in the past. No, but he's saying if the bill didn't, if there was no legislation, if there was no legislation pending, what would happen? Uh, Yeah, everything would go back to the way it was. That's his point, right. Yeah, if we do nothing, it goes right back to 2016, which was agreed upon on that time. And that's what we're. That's where we stand. And if they want to change it, they can't do it like they did it last time because that made too many problems. They have to go through the legislation and vote on it. Well, they do that, and then the governor vetoes it. Thank heaven! And now they're going to go through uh, constitutional amendments. So that'll take a couple years. 
Well, we got to get rid of this governor. He's got blood on his. Hands. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's He's not going to blood on his hands. It's not well, going to matter. Blood? Who's well, blood? Yeah, with the with the put, with the corona and putting the people back in the nursing homes, and there's no doubt about it. They were warned not to do that, and they did that anyway. So, you know, right. he, he'll he'll never pay for that in, in this lifetime. So, all right, we got you out. Anything else? Nope, just go by the rules, and I'll be happy. All right. True. Excellent point. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Bob is next. Good morning, sir. From Bob Williamsport. From, from Williamsport. <laughs> You're on the mark. Good morning. Um, I know this is hard for a liberal military intelligence person to understand, but there's millions and millions of drop boxes in the United States, and they're picked up by the U.S. postage people. Talking about mailboxes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Right. And that's where, and actually, sometimes they'll come right to your door and pick it up. I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I know that's hard for liberals to understand. Though. Yeah, I don't get it. So what are you saying? There's a mailbox on every corner? You don't need a drop box if you have oh. the United States mail. However, during the pandemic, the mails were delayed, and so there was a problem. But that problem, in theory, doesn't exist now, right? Yeah, the goal of drop box isn't to supplant the U.S. Postal Service. The goal was to make sure that there are lots of places no, where people could drop them the off, particularly after the Postal Service deadline had passed, because a lot of counties would say, okay, well, you can't have uh, people mailing them, like, I think it was like 10 days in advance in Pennsylvania, because it might not get here. So that's where a drop box, or that's not at the courthouse, and of course, once you're at the courthouse, then you can just leave it there. Drop boxes are 24-7, and they're at places that they they do allow people to drop things off after the deadline to mail-in votes has taken place. Many of them were placed near polling places, so if they were at the polling places, why not just go in and vote? Well, because you can drop it in a drop box on Monday, but you can only vote on Tuesday. Anyway, Gee, that, boy, that's listen, really that, bad. That's uh, We're uh, pretty far afield here, but Bob's main complaint is what? Ballot harvesting by Democrats. Okay, well, that's illegal, isn't it? Should be. Yeah, yeah. It is illegal. Yes, you're right. All right, well, then we shouldn't does, do it. What difference does that make to Democrats? Right. Oh, yeah. Democrats are the people that break all the laws. No Republicans. Yeah. No Republicans. Okay. Excellent point. He's got anything, you there. Anything else? Yeah. Now on this on this voting bill that uh, Pelosi wants to get through. Do you know the the four main points of it? Go ahead. Tell us. Prevent states from requiring ID to register and vote in an election. Legalize ballot harvesting. Allow non-citizens to vote. Enforce the federal government to match campaign donations received by politicians six dollars for every dollar raised. Not familiar with and that. And nothing else, nothing more, and that's the exact wording. That's all I see in Right, that's all you done. see. Perfect. At least you admit it. Excellent choice of words. Yeah. Now <laughs> there's more? All right, you got one yeah, minute. Go ahead. Go, let's go into the COVID uh, situation. Okay. Uh, and how the how the Democrats treated the COVID the COVID mishandled. Pandemic, okay, mishandled in your view. Exactly. Okay. They banned prophylactics, which we got into before, right? What they wanted to do was make make the COVID pandemic as bad as possible during Trump's 
reign so that he would not get reelected. Do you think that backfired though? Because it, Biden has it didn't all matter the deaths. To them how many de- how many elderly people and infirm people died as long as they they got Trump out of office? Would you say that backfired? More people well, died Trump's under president. out pres- of office, didn't he? Well, yeah, that much was successful, but more people died under. But in the long run, did it backfire because more people died under President Biden than under President Trump? Well, that, again, that goes right back to liberal thinking. That liberals don't have any forethought. Ah. They live in the now. Gunk. They Where's don't, my they brain? don't have any forethought of what's going Excellent, to happen in, in the future. All right, we got you. Thank you so, so much, like animals, sir. They live in the moment, right? Thank you so much for calling in. Glad That's to hear right. from you. All right, we go from one Bob to the next Bob. No, no, Stan is next. Oh, Stan, sorry. Sorry. Stan, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Good, good morning. Uh, yeah, Bob's right there. Uh, what, is, what is the name of those ballots that come in the mail? <laughs> the mail-in, mail-in ballots. ballots. Oh, the mail-in ballots. So drop boxes are technically unnecessary, correct? Yeah, and... Uh, the one thing that I can, the only thing that I can think of a Dropbox would be a big advantage is if you are past the deadline when you can mail. You know, like in Pennsylvania, let's say it was 10 days. I don't remember what it was. But at a certain point, the voter registration says, well, you can't mail them in anymore because there's a chance we wouldn't get them in in time for counting during the election. So a Dropbox could help under those circumstances. But that's a 10-day period. I'm sure Dropboxes are there Wait all a minute. the time. My, my understanding is if they are postmarked, before the deadline, they're good whether they show up on time or not. At least that's the way they played the game the last time, correct? Could a, bo- a drop box help under those circumstances is a question. I Maybe, s- but th- that would make a person have to get up off their tail and actually <laughs> go to the drop box. Yeah, right. And they're, and they're whining they can't go to no, the polls. No, that's right. In that that's, case, that's, inconvenient. Go to the that's inconvenient for them. We should send somebody to their house to pick it up. <laughs> Oh, the ballot harvesting. Well, that is what the Democrats want to do because <laughs> yeah, in the law that they're trying to pass, there is that provision. They don't call it that, but they're saying that third-party persons can collect ballots. Now, in Georgia, and I don't know about Texas, Texas, if they put got rid of all the drop boxes and put the one at the county seat in the election office under 24-hour security watch, then they know that it's secure. People can't just throw in piles of ballots or steal ballots or whatever. The people that have, that are dropping them are people that should be dropping them. Now, my understanding here in PA that say you're in a household, your husband and you know, husband, wife, and old enough kids, one person cannot take those ballots and drop them in a drop box. Each individual has to drop them. Now, who violated, that, who violated that rule in Pennsylvania? Well, uh, what I'm saying is that's the law. At least that's my understanding, because the guy told me that he tried. He was told, no, he can't do it. His right. wife had to bring hers. Do you remember who who violated that rule in Pennsylvania and said he was sorry? <laughs> no. Who Gov- violated Governor it? Tom Wolf. Oh, Tom Wolf. I think well, of his wife. He did, because he's the one that helped change the rule along with the Secretary of State. <laughs> well, they changed it illegally because of court cases. Remember, all election laws are to begin in the state legislatures, not changed by the... The, the judges, the Secretary of State, or the governor, which all violated the law. True, they did. Right, but they got so, they, got, they Georgia, got it past the, the courts. They, they, they lowered the number of uh, drop boxes because Zuckerberg put millions of dollars in just to put boxes anywhere, and then somebody, they don't know who, because it wasn't election officials, went out and gathered up all the ballots in those boxes and delivered them to the polling places to be counted. Oh so nobody gosh. had any 
there was no, uh, what, do they, what do they call that, chain of custody on those ballots. Stan, what was this Zuckerberg, you mentioned that before, explain what that really was. Zuckerberg, one of his uh, foundations, put across the country, put, uh, spent millions of dollars to put, to, I don't know what he called to get out the vote or what, but they put drop boxes that he helped pay for around the country in certain districts. Not everywhere, just certain districts. All right. Well, that's that's part. That's fragmentally true. But the full truth is that Zuckerberg and his foundations and a wide range of other foundations, some of which are Republican-controlled, teamed up to make sure that there were sufficient funds to make sure that the election was conducted fairly because they were afraid that President Trump would try to pull some of the things that he ended up oh, saying okay. that Democrats so, did. But, so that's but the full boxes, story. As I was saying, it was the box. I don't care about the other stuff because... Everybody does it as far as making sure that somebody isn't cheating, at least they're supposed to. I'm thinking it doesn't happen all the time. But the drop boxes were under no controlled authority except the one in the election office. The other ones were just out and about. And nobody had chain of custody. Who picked those bo- ballots up? Where it wasn't ta- election officials where are you because they didn't know about? where they all were. They didn't put them there. Are you, were you talking about the ones in Philadelphia? No, well, there may have been some in Philadelphia. I don't know. I do know in Georgia. That's why Georgia, when they raised the wall last year, they said there would be one drop box in each county at the county seat or the election office, the county election office, under 24-hour video security. Gotcha. All right, you got another couple seconds. That's why it was done, to try and prevent cheating. Whether it works or not, I don't know. But the lies coming out of the left to saying they're trying to (laughs) prevent people from voting is exactly that, a lie. All right, we got you, Stan. i their lies. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Yeah, we got Republican and so Democratic finally lies. Finally, some clarity there. Right, we got some Republican and Democratic lies today. Bob, guess what? You're going to have to stand by, but you're first up right after the break. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome on board. Okay. Oh, not waistband you're talking about. Broadband. Oh, okay. I Around your waist. I thought you were talking about waistband. <laughs> I don't want any more waistband with. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, good morning. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Trump has brainwashed the Republican Party into thinking that everything is corrupt in our country, which it is not. Everything is done according to the way it should be done. I don't care what it costs to get it done. You can complain all you want about future generations having to pay back money to our government, but as long as we're getting things done the way it should be done, they cost what it costs. You know, these people are in office, so they get paid every day no matter what. You know, the big baby who inflates his property values for loans and only pays $750 in tax returns 
but undervalues his properties for tax write-offs is just a, a, a corrupt person. And how well, anybody can York, right. see okay. him as a leader who's telling the truth is stonewashed. <laughs> he hasn't been convicted of anything or if charged Not of anything. Not yet. He's or being charged. investigated still. Oh, well, all right. Well, um, what's his name? Chuck Schumer was investigated, too. Should we hang him up by his thumbs before we have a final... If he did something wrong. <laughs> Everybody, if they do something wrong, you know, and just like Dr. Oz, you know, he's lying on his campaign ad saying that, you know, this uh, inflation is due to Biden's spending. Well, well I'm sorry, but <laughs> Biden's spending has only happened in, you know, this last couple of months, so that's a lie. I think you could argue that President Biden is at least partially responsible for inflation, and President Biden has also failed to do some things that we've agreed to on a panel discussion on this show that could help inflation. We had a lengthy discussion about that one time, one of which is interest rates, but that's just one. There's other things that the president can do that can help control inflation, and he hasn't done them. And... uh, the raging Cajun, his real name is James, uh, James Carville, Carville, said over the weekend that if inflation is still 7% on at, when it comes for the primaries in election this year in 2024, you can kiss Democrats goodbye. Well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the only reason we have inflation is because pay raises, people are getting pay raises. I got a $1.50 an hour raise at one of my jobs, plus we got like $5,000 bonus. So, I mean, well, that's a factor. Yeah, that's a factor. So how about the $1,000 you got from the federal government just because there was a pandemic going on? And then the next $1,000. And then the next $1,000. And then the next. And then the next. So... Well, mm. didn't Trump start that? No. Or am yes. I wrong? Well, yeah, yes. he did. All right, the first one he did. Started under Trump. Right. That's right. why Biden's right. only so partially So, in other words, Trump, Biden followed it. That means he was too stupid to realize that Trump made a mistake. Is that what you're saying? Did you did you did you want our country to go into uh, a depression or recession? <laughs> uh, did you want our country to go into a recession? No, really? but you have well, to. Well, no, you just said that, that Trump made happened. a. You just said Trump was wrong to do it, but then Biden is too dumb to figure that out, right? Well, you're the one that said he kept it going on, and that's the reason why we have inflation. Well, that is the reason why we have inflation. But you can't argue that over... We have inflation because people are getting paid higher wages. What about the child credit, that's all the money that was factor. sent out to that? What about all that the unemployment? Ended. That has ended. All right, but and th- you know, this I, is I all stuff that was People Biden's. do need money. There are people that are hurting. And it should have only went out to people that made less than, like, $20,000 a year or something. Can't argue that with you. You're probably right. But that's not the way it went. And so it fueled inflation. Well, besides, everybody was treated. Everybody was treated equal, and that's how everybody in our country should be treated equal. Even the immigrants coming in down south, they're coming to our country because they're leaving their country because they're getting killed, raped, murdered, or don't have any means of living. Right. Well, that's actually what's happening. That's actually this. true. That's actually what's happening to them on the way here. They're having all well, those things. Well, the reason they started. I can walk from my house to work and get bit by a, or run over by a car, or raped, or picked up, or killed, or whatever. I mean, they found a guy in the river, or in the creek over in Seals Grove last week under the green bridge, off 522. That has nothing. I don't think he was. What's that about? I don't think he was an illegal alien. Was was something else? All right. I didn't say he was an illegal alien, but he was uh, from out. He was a homeless person, I believe. That's too bad. I don't think so, Bob. But thank you very much. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Bob. Take care. Have a good one. Yeah, I think you can attribute two two things to President Biden. One, one, the stimulus and the uh, uh, infrastructure bill are both on his watch. So if they're inflationary, shame on him. Uh, But the other thing is, President Biden's in charge. That's who we blame. Okay. 
you can say I'm only 10% right. culpable. Everybody was more than willing to Trump blame Trump for everything bad that happened right. during his so administration. That's, that's the nature. Okay, upper right-hand corner and then right. the, below it. It says the 2019 law pre-COVID passed through the Republican-controlled legislature would be in effect, not the 2016 situation. PolitiFact rates the statement, quote, Georgia did not criminalize giving out of water to voters, unquote, as mostly false. But uh, there is a story on PolitiFact, too, that says that they didn't ban giving water as individuals. They banned political organizations from giving people stuff. If they were the too polls. close to the polls, right. well, like I mean, 100 yards or so. So the vote Republican water bottle would not fly, and the vote Democratic <laughs> water yeah, bottle would. Said. But if you, as a human being, decide that the person needs some water, you can hand it to them. Well, I think a nonpartisan person can hand out all the water they want. Right. You know, just somebody so, with a hand truck and a few cases of water. I mean, we don't allow electioneering within a few feet of the polls. Why would we allow people to hand out water with political advertising on it? All right. One of our listeners says, in Texas, who controlled all those drop boxes? The Republicans. Trump didn't nominate any Texas Supreme Court justice. Incidentally, that wasn't his job, and he had no authority to do so. Yeah, Trump would, President Trump would appoint federal judges but not uh, Supreme Court justice well, I mean, in Texas. The bottom line is if you can go to a drop box somewhere, you have to go somewhere to do it. You know, you're saying that that's, that's wonderful to allow a drop I'm, box no, to go there. No, I'm just telling you what the arguments are They have on both to go somewhere to get a proper ID. That's, that's bad. We can't allow them to do that. that that's that's going to be an imposition. You know, I'm just saying you should help people get IDs. If you're going to have an ID rule, you should help people get them. Well, then, by extension, your argument would be if your people are going to use the drop box, you should help them get to the drop box. <laughs> Somehow, I think well, you have to take some responsibility. Right. On your there you go, Mark. There. The, oh, let's have that laminated for everybody's wallet. You have to take some personal responsibility. Right, you have to go to the post Couldn't office. agree the with you more. Actually, you could vote entirely from home. You could request the ballot in advance, and you can do so online. Or you could call the courthouse and say, send me a form to fill out for a ballot. You could do the whole thing from home. Right. You and, would never and have to leave the convenience of your home. But you would have to put a postage stamp on it. Gee, no, maybe we should have free postage stamps. For I don't think you do. I think the post office, I think the county pays for it. Do they really? I never yeah. have used voted I, that way. I assume you had to put your own stamp on it. I'm in trouble now. I, don't, I think so. I don't remember. We'll find out. I don't handle the paperwork at our house. <laughs> You're listening to On the Mark, WKOK's live telephone talk show. This is WKOK Sunbury.